Play it again, Seymour. Today's... Play it again, Seymour, is not really one of my favorites, but, you know, it, it, it is a place tribute to a all-time cinema classic with, you know, if we don't get on that plane, you're going to regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you will, or something like that. And for the rest of your life. I hate Casablanca. Yeah, I, I watched it. It's so watched boring. It a couple times through the years, but you have to put yourself in the mindset of that 50s era. Yeah, when there's only four movies out, you have to pretend one of them doesn't suck. You know, so, so many people wanted to be, um, you know, that detective, the, you know, gumshoe. Um, but see, that's just the thing. I've seen quite a few movies that came out during like that era of Hollywood that are awesome. Joni showed me for one of my movie weeks, His Girl Friday. I would watch that movie once a week for the rest of my life. Well, you know, in the 80s, I believe it was the 80s, um, with Warren Beatty and uh, Dick Tracy, you know, that, that was another one that People just fought, have over the years have fallen in love with that, you know, mystique, and now, I, I have all, to say, all, all of the stuff that goes on. That part I get because when we watched Veronica Mars, I looked into being a private investigator because yeah. it just seemed awesome. It, it has a way of getting a whole a, a, a whole of you where you know you just you want to be. Humphrey Bogart. You want to be Dick Tracy. And then you know, I found you want out to be that uh, just a you know that guy that uh, that detective that gets the pretty girl. And, Unfortunately, um, I found out that most of the stuff they done they did has been illegal for several <laughs> decades now. Like Veronica Mars putting trackers on people and stuff. Yeah. That's illegal in most states. Yeah, it would um, be a missable in court, but yeah. The the thing that I don't because like I just like you, this has never been one of my favorite episodes. I don't watch it very often. I mean, it's it's still an episode of Quantum Leap, so it's not a bad show. No, but no, not it's, at all. There are easily a dozen episodes that are better. Sam kind of left that good boy image behind He's in this episode. this episode. He was being led with his downstairs, you know. I mean, he was shitty to Al. He was shitty to the kid from from the to the guy from yeah. White Collar. He yeah. was like, "Oh no, she can't be. Uh, she can't be the the clapper, or the dropper." Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Oh, look at them tits. I think I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> the detective lingo is, I think, crazy. It's insane. He's not going to stop till that guy's daisy crushers are pushing up daisies. Yeah, well, you know, the clapper. A dropper called clapper. The, let's see, the clapper is it, also known as a stripper who is, you know, making her, her butt cheeks clap together. <laughs> um, that, is, that, is, that is not something that I knew, and that is yeah. definitely something I could have done without my father saying to me. Clapper, you know, well, you know, like... Al said they didn't have a 
the they clap. They have medicine for to treat the clap. You think Seymour was like the the OG fanboy? Yeah, because it's normal now for people to take shit way too far when they're fans of it. And this dude was following a private detective around, speaking in what should probably be considered a different language. Well, was he was he following the te- the detective, or was part of him being followed by his downstairs man um, anatomy uh, by you know? How do I say this? I'm supposed to say it politically correct nowadays, but. Unfortunately, that's we don't not have me. enough <laughs> listeners to be politi- politically correct. That's fine. You're saying that he may have had a man crush, but you know, it, I did feel I did feel bad for Al in this one. You know, Al has always been there to help, and Sam just kind of took that for granted. Yeah, like he was smarter than Al, but. I think that that I totally agree. He was a huge dick this whole episode, but I think that it does actually add another real layer to their friendship, right? Because when you're actually best friends with somebody, sometimes that guy's a dick, yeah, right? And, and you, you have get to the still, good and yeah, the bad and... absolutely. You get to say, "Hey, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home since you're being such an asshole, but I will be back because we're still friends." But yeah, right. being a, being a friend, you know, you don't always tell the other person what they want to hear you know you should be honest and but i think sam took it to a a, a shitty level in, in this particular one see i don't know if that's entirely his fault though because they you know they talk about how when he leaps part of his personality is left in the other person and part of their part of theirs goes into his uh, your mic fell again i'm gonna have to there you go. I'm going to have to tighten it all the way. And apparently Nick was a huge dick to begin with because Seymour talks about the fact that he just was constantly stealing the newspaper. Yeah, but when you're that that cool detective that got that, well, nowadays it'd be swagger. Um, you've got the swag, which sounds like a, you know, STD. Uh, but, you know... You are living up to an image of what people you know expect from you. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, unfortunately, they you know they get caught up and being in this case Humphrey Bogart, and you know I I think he did take advantage of that. I just when I saw that that does make sense. I saw that look on the kid's face when he's like uh you've never paid me for a paper before i'm like oh so you're an asshole yeah so yeah you know uh humphrey bogart's hangover cure no just get drunk again well that's a good idea (laughs) but you know in the 50s and 60s you know well throughout hollywood those people they're Organs must have been just amazing because, you know, all they do is drink. I have read some stories. They make the hardest playing rock star right now looks like a child compared to your average actor in Hollywood. They were doing coke off of each other. Um, they were they would start the morning with whiskey and end it with beer to take the edge (laughs) off. Right. I mean, stars like John Wayne, Dean Martin. Uh, I mean, what's his name? Their um, livers. 
were amazing. Not Dean Martin. Um, no, th- he was a no, well-known uh, drunk. <laughs> yeah, that I knew. <laughs> Frank Sinatra said that if there was a, a if Jack Daniels was in the Olympics, then he knew who would take home the gold. Yeah, uh, and it was Dean. No, uh, the guy he was in Scrooged. I can never remember his name. Bill Murray. He played the TV executive. He was in the John Wayne movie. The sheriff oh, in El Dorado. Um, yeah, Robert Mitchum. Thank you. All I, thank you. I, for the life of me, I can read the man's Wikipedia page and forget his name halfway through. Yeah, Robert Mitchum was a real, you know, He was asshole. so drunk one time. Well, first of all, that back in the episode, in the era this episode takes place, in L.A., they were fixers who went around and oh yeah, 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 basically were mobsters to help the studio. When Robert Mitchum was, uh, he was I can't remember which studio it was. The fixer had his car at every bar within a ten mile radius, with orders and pay up payments to call him if Robert Mitchum walked in before they <laughs> called the police. And multiple times he would show up and take Robert Mitchum out the back door while the police were coming in the front door. Right. He was a, when he was a kid, he was a scrapper and he would get into fights and stuff. He showed up to a, a movie set so hammered one time that he forgot that's my cup. He he forgot that they were doing a scene and started actually hitting the stuntmen. And oh yeah, I know this story. It was it was nuts. Um I don't know, you know, pretty much through you know even today people get an unhealthy obsession with what they what they see as stars and you know it's not an excuse to be a dick absolutely not. you know and it's just like ball players um you know during the 80s i follow well i still follow the royals today but the 80s royals were a class act you know you could look up to them and know that you know you, you as a parent you could see them having you know being their kid's idol and being okay with that you know some of these people in hollywood that you know think their shit doesn't stink it, it, it's nuts but but we're so glad we're so glad that you know played against Seymour ended so well Uh, first season's done Al and Sam you know they reconciled at the end and they got their man but unfortunately Sam didn't get the girl so but yeah first season is wrapped up and next week will be honeymoon express there are a lot of good episodes that i kind of that go under the radar in season two the americanization of machiko i love that one it's such a good episode blind faith i like that one jimmy i want to give everybody a heads up i mean you've heard me use the word retarded on the podcast before The one about Americanizing Machiko, that one really, you know, hits home for me because that was my life. That was my, that was my mom. And, you know, so 
we'll definitely get it into that one. And we thank you for listening. This is Chuck Taylor. And this is Toby. I'm going to go kill a dog. Please let us know. And he was t- only kidding. No, I'm not going to kill the dog. Bye.